Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody back to Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. That's right. We are continuing this moped journey because there are no damn rallies going on. And like, I'm this is me being um, putting myself out there more and more because I'm getting away from people who I've ever met before. Most of the people I you've heard on the podcast, I've either met or we've done some type of dealings with. This is like one of the very first people we had. Where I think we're friends on Facebook, possibly Instagram, whatever just people in the community, but I just reached out to this gentleman just because, you know, it's a part of the country I haven't touched yet. And I'm trying to work my way all over, you know, we're probably going to, we're going to go to Chicago. We're going to go back to Chicago next week and Kansas and then down to Arizona and make a West coast swing. Who knows? Um, But why don't I let my guest introduce himself? Hey, uh, I'm Derek from currently living in Louisville, Kentucky from KFC. Right Uh, on. Where Here are you from? From it sounds Sioux like you want Falls, wanna... South Dakota. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> you know, everybody gets really annoyed with me on this. Like, oh, Jim, you talk about yourself. Well, tough shit. It's my podcast. Um, my last real experience in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I used to drink, and I used to drink a lot, and I used to get behind <laughs> the wheel. And I grew up in Southern Minnesota, and this is the type of alcoholic I am. I will argue with road signs. I uh, had a really good friend of mine tell me he'd buy me a case of beer if he if I drove him to Worthington, Minnesota, to college. And I said, okay, that's fine. So we drank the whole way there on the highway. <laughs> yeah, uh, redneck dude, southern Minnesota. And then we partied and whatnot. And um, I was halfway kind of – I was somebody recognized me from earlier in the week because there was a county fair going on, and I had won the fair race and go-karts. So, like, I was almost famous but not really at all. But then my mom called me and said I had to be back home for church. And then I'm freaking, I'm I'm pretty intoxicated at this point, but I didn't want mom mad at me. So I jumped in my truck and I started heading east until I saw the road signs saying Sioux Falls, 45 miles. The fuck? Oh, is that's, Sioux- that's plenty west of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and, I'm, and I live south of Mankato and I'm like, dude, these signs are wrong. I'm going east. Sioux Falls, you know, the numbers kept going down. And then I'm like, these signs, like I'm drinking still and driving. This like two in the morning. Next thing I know, welcome to South Dakota. Mother. And I just, yeah, that's, that's the type of wise choices in life I can make under the influence of drugs and alcohol. So, you know, there's, there's only so much to do in, you know, in the, in the Midwest kind of great plains area. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially like in small town, Mm -hmm. in small town, Minnesota and and South Dakota, especially. It's all the same state, man. It's all, it really is. It all turns into, uh, it's just flat for nothing. Flat. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was funny because (laughs) we'll get into your story a bit, but like some people, I, I guess you heard, like I kind of did a swing out East this summer. Mm-hmm. And some people were trying to tell me how South Carolina was full of cornfields and flat. I'm like, and as I drove through, I've never driven through South Carolina. I'm like, I don't know where people think I am from, but this is beautiful. Right. Like, like have you never been to Nebraska? Cause it's, yeah. it's yeah. dark. Like, yeah. Iowa. Yeah. yeah Iowa is, is the state where it takes eight hours to drive five hours oh, God, because it's, there's just fucking nothing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, my ex, we'll, we'll get in here. We're going to sit here and bullshit about how fucking boring, like, our area, the, the world is. But, like, my ex-wife is from Queens, New York. And I brought her out to the Black Hills one year. And we got south of Mankato on 60. And I go, Shauna, be prepared for the next 14 hours of this. She goes, what? <laughs> and just, just, it's nothing. There's yeah. just nothing. She, I think she thought I was full of shit. But then like six hours into the trip, she's like, how in the fuck is there just nothing here? I'm like, it's, I, I, I got nothing for you. But <laughs> all right, Derek, we'll get, let's get going on your story, my guy. Um, so in Second Chance Moped Podcast, we kinda, it's kind of turned into, you know, the moped journey. So we we go from what happened, i.e. the very first time you saw a moped. You're not necessarily riding because, like, I I don't know about yourself and others. We all probably have memories of mopeds before we ever got out. So the first time you remember seeing it, then jumping on, then kind of the early part of your moped uh, career. Um, yeah. So why don't you tell us what that experience was like? I really don't remember ever seeing a moped until – actually um aj from black black like Mm -hmm. he and i best friends for a super fucking long time he was living in mankato actually going to college right on bought a blue gorelli rally sport that he had completely taken apart and it was like look what i bought and i was like that's the tightest shit i've ever fucking seen uh i need to get into this so i bought i went on ebay because fuck if i know where to buy a moped yeah 14 years ago i think yeah i was gonna say what year is are we talking right now i think i was 22 so it had to have been 14 maybe 15 years ago i might have been 21 so we're to 2006 7 8 2005 2006 that sounds right um, but he had he had bought he had bought a moped, didn't run, took it completely apart. I went on eBay and bought a maroon Columbia commuter from nice. from uh and it was in Red Wing, Minnesota. Okay. So uh I drive way the fuck out to Red Wing, Minnesota, which is like three and a half, three hours something. Yeah. I think I got it for like 325 bucks okay uh man it ran perfectly and when aj you know he had come home back to sioux falls from college mm-hmm. uh, he, he had brought it with and put it all together and you know we would i'd ride over at his place and we would kind of fuck with it all night he'd ride up the road it would break down i would drag him back on my bike <laughs> and that was like that was the first you know the first time i'd ever seen anyone with the moped was him. Cause like, I mean, you'd seen scooters and, and, you know, old Vespas and shit. Cause that's, that, that has a lot more, uh, like penetration in popular media and whatever. It's like, Oh, you see a scooter. Yeah. yeah. And right actually now. my buddy's dad had one of those like shitty Chinese moped dealers in Mankato. Oh, yeah, around <laughs> that time, like right on, right on river, river, uh, riverfront. What the fuck road was that? feel terrible they owned a pawn shop and like it doesn't matter but yeah like so we i guarantee we ran into each other once or twice man especially with with it you know mankato is such is a college town so yeah 
I'll if you ever went to the What's Up on like a Friday or Saturday night, we probably bumped elbows. I guarantee it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was that was kind of my first experience. Was you know he had bought something that barely ran, and then I mm-hmm. went. He drove far <laughs> as fuck to buy something, and you know it went twenty five miles an hour. Always started, ran perfect, ran in pouring rain. Yeah. yeah. We rode like fucking crazy that summer. And um, this is in Sioux Falls, in right? In Sioux Falls, yeah. Okay. He would he'd come back for the weekend, uh, and we would just f- kind of fart around all weekend, drive around in the middle of the night. Go, we were you know skateboarding pretty heavily at the time, so we mm-hmm. cruise around. Um, That's so awesome, dude! Because like I'm noticing like this weird trend of early like since you're in mopeds around 2005, 2006. A lot of people on the earlier scene, I'll say, everybody was skaters. Like, I think that's just really fascinating. It, I never, I never thought about it, but like, I kind of noticed that. I was like, oh, you skate? And it's like, yeah, well, I did when I was, you know, 20. Yeah. But yeah, that's a weird thing. Cause we would always, when we go to rallies back then, we'd always have our boards and be like, are, are we swinging by the park at any point? <laughs> Cause you know, we'll just bop over there for a couple hours and then meet you guys wherever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. So that, that was pretty fun. And then it, it was all just like. I wanted something that was faster. Cause I was gonna, I was gonna ask, what's your, what's your first like mod or performance part you had bought for that? I didn't uh, buy anything for that because it was, okay. it was a socks and it was, you know, forever ago. So they literally didn't make anything yet. Yeah, yeah. you uh, didn't drill, you didn't try to drill anything out at that point, or dude, did, I didn't what's, know. What's anything. your mechanical knowledge at this point? I had too? none. Okay, like zero mechanical knowledge whatsoever. Uh. So, but my dad's a mechanic. Okay. He's like a car mechanic and a yeah. motorcycle guy. But so I, apparently it runs in the blood because I picked it up really quick and it turned into like, okay, this is, you know, it's not as hard as I thought it was, but yeah. I didn't do anything to that uh, commuter because you just couldn't find parts for it. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially 15 years ago where, no. you know, the we're still like phase one-ish of the internet. Treats. Treats, is Treats eBay was still on maybe? eBay. Yeah, okay, or, yeah, yeah, or you would email Benji directly if you needed something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but after that, I had gone on eBay again and found a Pook Newport that was, you know, some bumfuck town in like Nebraska. And I got it for a couple <laughs> hundred bucks. I think every I town know. in Nebraska's bumfuck. Bump, bumfuck Nebraska just is the state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, you know, picked up a, a Pook, which at the time actually had parts for, which was good because. Uh, unbeknownst to me, it had a crack in the piston, so every time I rode it, it would just seize or soft seize, but it yeah. would always start back up because it's <laughs> cast iron and just didn't care. Yeah, if I just uh, ignore it long enough, the problem will go away. Well, eventually, I took it apart and I like I took a Dremel and like cut the cut out. Okay, so that worked a little bit, but uh, at that point, um, 1977, we kind of were starting to order parts from there. Mm-hmm. I got a metric kit. Uh, nice. I had ordered a pipe from 1977 that never showed up. <sighs> by by the way, say, <laughs> uh, we try not to get into too much talking. Like you know, we everybody knows. Everybody me. knows. But Every, it, it, I mean, I was really I, funny. I get your frustration, my guy. What was Let's really what's funny, funny was uh, later that year, we had finally met some of the other Sioux Falls. Uh, moped kids like mm-hmm. brandon brandon Lyson was the first kind of like old moped guy we had met and they were going to 
Kalamazoo Barbecue 13. Awesome. And we were like, should we just do that? And so that's what we did. We ended up going to Kalamazoo, our first moped rally with, you know, a whole bunch of Sioux Falls kids. Awesome. Uh, I talked to Dan directly and he just gave me a pipe off the wall. So I, at the rally, just slapped it on there and ran with a huge exhaust leak all weekend. But like a metric kit by turbo pook 15 yeah. years ago, 45 miles an hour. You're that bike ripping. was fast as fuck back in the day. Like yeah. that crazy fast. Yeah. And even some circles, dude, that's still, you're still top, pretty, th- pretty top third in the pack. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it, man, that bike ran for eternity and. I, I've got the frame still in my garage, mm-hmm. just like just hanging up because it's it's retired. Yeah, it's retired. <laughs> it's but retired. that we AJ and I just we got hooked on mm-hmm. traveling, and you know going to rallies. So I think we did six rallies that year. Awesome. The the closest rally was Chicago, which was still nine hours away. Yeah, dude, and that's a shit drive. It's not great. <laughs> uh, but we did Kalamazoo. Chicago, Ypsilanti, Cincinnati. I know there was another one. Yeah, but, but you're I, still not getting in into any like scenery countryside, really. Like, no, we were just driving to cities. Yeah, like, but I, I remember we had a blast because everyone in in Kalamazoo knew Brandon Eliason because he was the first person to travel out of state for a rally and like the first dude in the United States to order a Puk Polini kit. Like he kind of was a big deal. Yeah. But un- I mean, we didn't know cause we were so barely scratching the surface, mm-hmm. but everyone knew him and we had a blast. And then the next rally I went to was Cincinnati for bomb prom. Uh, hmm. The bombardment society. They're not really around anymore. No, but- we we went to we went to that and we had gotten there. We had driven like eighteen hours and yeah. his Asia's car had no EC, so we were just <laughs> fucking miserable and like nobody wanted to talk to us because we didn't know anybody. And we're You're like two sweaty kids from Sioux Falls, right man. from fucking nowhere. And and we were just like, dude, maybe we should just like stay the night somewhere and then drive home. And we ended up having the fucking most fun weekend ever, and mm-hmm. like finally being like, hey, we're we're from South Dakota we're not going anywhere. We're all, we're, you're going to see us at rallies all year long. Uh, so that's like, you know, AJ and I are, are such old guys now, but at the time it was like, Oh, these guys go to every rally, even though they have to drive, you know, a million hours. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was super fun. That first year was crazy. Like, no, that's every, awesome. You every stayed two with weeks it. we were going to a rally. Yeah. Which, no, just having the fortitude, just like, fuck it. We're here. We're going to yeah, have like uh, screw it. We're, we're, we drove all the way to get here we're going to have a good time. We're going to sleep on someone's dirty couch and, Mm -hmm. you know, ride around when it's too fucking hot and have a good time. Yeah. Um, possibly find a skate park or something like that. We did a lot of that. There's somebody, he, I think he, AJ sent me a picture like the other day of us in, I don't even remember where it was, but it's him and I like with skateboards strapped to our backpacks on like a ride. That's so awesome. I was dude. like, where where were we there? Because that was super fun. It was I think we were in Richmond or somewhere. Was, I don't know, man. Yeah. I've been to a lot. <laughs> it's it was it's like weird to think that it was that long ago too, because it's it's not even like a thing anymore. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, I do moped, go to a rally, whatever. 
I'll have a mm-hmm. good time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you, you, you hit a lot of stuff your first year. When was like, I think you touched on a little bit, like early on in mopeds, like we all, I, I try to always ask this questions and I can remember it, but like, when was the first time you're like, this is dumb. I quit mopeds. Nothing fucking wants to work. I'm frustrated. Like a just stupid little machine has me addicted to it and I can't figure it. Like when was the first time you quit mopeds? Yeah, I had a pook, man. My shit always ran. <laughs> Those things are caveman machines. Yeah. Uh, I, I, after the pook, I had, uh, I had gotten a Gorelli Super Sport. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, you know, no, you're not wrong. Cause <laughs> I think I've, I've split more rubber clutches than anyone else ever has, but that, that was just me fighting with that mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, ordering a, a weird kit from Benji and it, it was the clutch thing. Cause I, I had, you know, you, they're terrible. They get hot and they get swollen and they won't spin. So even if your bike is fast, it'll never be quick unless you have a good clutch. But it was, it was a lot of that. And at that point I had moved away from Sioux Falls and was living in like Magnolia, Minnesota population 200. I thought I knew of every ship pot town in Minnesota, at least Southern Minnesota. Where's Magnolia in reference to anything? It's it's like 45 minutes away from Sioux Falls. It's kind of in between Oh fuck! It's on ninety. I was gonna say, is it? I don't know. I won't even pretend that I know it. But yeah, so you, you where uh, to... where ninety hits ninety four north? I think it's like okay. Twenty minutes from there. Yeah, it's, it's we didn't even have a stoplight. But <laughs> I what was, brought you there? Uh, my ex wife got a job oh. cl- closer to whatever that fucking town is. I'll I'm gonna I'll Google it and figure it out. But. Uh we were kind of splitting the difference on where we were working. So mm-hmm. we kind of bought a house in the middle of nowhere, which what a huge fucking mistake that was. But, but <laughs> no dude, it's not a mistake whatever. because it led you to here to my podcast. So That's fuck true. You. It wasn't, That's it true. wasn't a mistake Derek. <laughs> it was, uh, it was just a hard two years. Cause like, I was think I was the youngest person in the town who wasn't a kid. And I was 24 mm-hmm. at this point. And it was just me in my garage every day alone working on bikes no one to bounce ideas off of couldn't go ride with anyone because if i wanted to go ride i'd have to put a bike in the car and drive to Sioux falls which mm-hmm. that's an hour there and an hour back so like i'm good thank you and that's a long hour too it's a long it's a slow hour i was like, commuting to work at that point too so I, four days a week i was driving to Sioux falls and driving home which man i don't know how people make that kind of crazy commute <sighs> Yeah, I, I feel you, my guy. <laughs> but that was, yeah, and, and at that point, like, I wasn't really going to many rallies and kind of kind of just in a rut, mm-hmm. uh, working on bikes alone. We had the the South Dakota Buffalo Boys, which was the branch AJ and I had kind of created. We had thrown a couple rallies at this point, one in Sioux Falls and one in the Black Hills, which were great. But, you know, AJ had moved away. Um, uh, Brandon Morkum, who was a Minneapolis guy, he, you know, he was in Minneapolis. Um, you know, it kind of, we kind of all went in different directions because that's it. You know, shit happens. Yeah, life, dude. Yeah, life, and life happens. No one was going to anything. No one was doing anything, and it was just that was when it was like this. Like I enjoy it for what it is, but 
which is me in my garage and, you know, with, with, you know, tunes blasting and whatever, and kind of zipping around town, which, you know, was one mile by a half a mile. <laughs> yep. But that, that was like, do I even bother? Like, do I even care anymore? Is this really worth the like hassle of, of messing with this shit day in and day out for not going to any rallies anymore and not having anyone to like really hang out with? Yeah. Um, I, I can totally hear the thinking back about that and how, how frustrating of a time it is because like, you have if especially if you're rental alone like that dude and like you it's in hard town, you have to love it you these things have to be in your blood if you're gonna mm-hmm. be that so yeah uh laverne minnesota was the town i'm thinking of i was gonna say okay laverne it's like 20 oh, I bet, i've been there dude i've been oh, to laverne because yeah. you take you go to sioux falls to laverne and then shoot straight to mankato yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um but that was I think that was, oh my God, that was nine, nine or 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I ended up getting divorced, which whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> ended up getting divorced, moved back to Sioux Falls for a couple of months just to like work and save money. And I had, uh, I had planned to house it for a buddy of mine who lived in New Jersey. Um, and that was like two months away from when I like moved out of my ex-wife's house. So mm-hmm. it's just like me just grinding my time. It was, it was a moped guy too. Cause yeah, I was going to say, Jimmy, it's all, like, I have a few other things in life that you can just meet people all over the country and that you're, yeah, come on in stay, whatever. And that's, yeah. I was going to ask you if it was a moped person that you're going to go hang out with or house yeah, he, for. He was going on his honeymoon, uh, so he needed someone to watch his house. Okay. Um, so I was kind of biding my time and kind of planning on like, okay, well, when I'm done there, what am I going to do? Because, you know, I was going to stay up there for two weeks and then what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I decided to come back to, to Louisville because I think we had been to three whiskey businesses at this point. So I was pretty good friends with all the bourbon bandits. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Shea he was gracious enough to be like, Hey man, come stay with me for a couple weeks and we'll just, we'll fart around and have a good time. Uh, it'll be great. And I'm like, all right, cool. Cause I had, you know, when I went out to Jersey, I brought a bike with me. Cause why wouldn't I? I mean, exactly. it was, it, it was winter, but if I was going to somewhere else, you know, another moped city, I figured I might as well. Dude, I would, I would, I'd do the same thing if I was traveling across the country, like, I got to bring a bike with me. Yeah, right, because I mean, why wouldn't you? Because it's exactly. something to, you know, go cruise around on. So, you know, I'm out in New York kind of doing nothing or New Jersey. Then I come to Louisville and I'm sleeping on in uh, Jeremy Shea's guest bedroom for a couple weeks. And I was like, all right, two, three weeks go by. And it's like, I need to kind of figure out what I'm going to do because I'm out of mm-hmm. money. Yep. I don't have most of the shit I own. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, all right, what, what's, what's the plan here? So uh, I ended up just saying, you know, kind of fuck this. I'm just, I'm not going back to South Dakota. Fuck that place. <laughs> there's, well, there's nothing for me there. You know, there's, yeah. 
I was delivering, I'd worked for Pizza Hut delivering pizzas for 10 years. I was kind of over it. Yeah. Uh, so I drove back, you know, got my dog and the rest of my shit and which, you know, was six Rubbermaid tubs of, you know, clothes and moped parts. <laughs> yes. And of course there were Rubbermaid tubs that mom probably bought for you at Walmart, didn't she? Well, when I, when <laughs> I moved out of my, my wife's house, I didn't take anything. Like I took nothing. I didn't, <laughs> I had no bed. I had no, you know, like I didn't have a dresser. I had like a TV and my Xbox. And yeah, that was kind of, yeah. that was kind of it. And then, <laughs> you know, two carloads of, of moped shit. But I had priorities, man. Xbox and moped shit. I, I pretty get much, it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'd, I'd come back to Louisville and I, I stayed with Jeremy Shea for like two or three months, which was like way longer than his like girlfriend at the time really wanted me there. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, um, man, my landlord doesn't know you're like sort of living here, so he's supposed to swing by. Could you like disappear for a couple hours? And I was like, that's fine. I don't, you know, I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> I ended up getting a job uh, through a friend of a friend working at a motorcycle shop here. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was a friend of Emmanuel who was in the White Line Riders. It's all mopeds. Every, it is, every Everything that's happened is because I know a moped person who did me a solid. So mm-hmm. I kind of was just like, fuck it. I'll just live here. Who cares? And I was you know living for free with somebody and then living for free with somebody else and it was like all right i should probably just find somewhere to live that's <laughs> kind of for real instead of living out of rubbermaid tubs because i had wow. i didn't have a bed dude i was yeah. sleep, like sleeping on the ground <laughs> like but at this point i don't i don't care i'm making enough money to get by i'm fucking riding my moped to work every day exactly, it was kind dude. it was perfect it was, yeah, you, you it were was pretty money, good. Moped money, so what else did you need? Right, like I wasn't paying rent, really. I was <laughs> barely getting by, but it was fine because I was in a moped city and uh, Bourbon Manus were st- still pretty much in full swing. You know, meet at the Monkey Wrench every Wednesday for moped night, you know, cruise around. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how I ended up here. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome because I'm that, you know, I'm that much closer to all the Midwest you know, Michigan rallies. Yeah. It's, you know, you can identify with this being stuck in that little bubble of Southern Minnesota, South Dakota, like everything, all that stuff seems so far away until you actually did it. Now, like you're probably thinking, Oh, six hour drive, eight hour drives. Nothing. Oh, it's nothing. No big deal. Yeah. No. And, and I, I was lucky enough to get broken of that right away as a youth. Cause I just rate in the racing. I did 12 hours to a racetrack was nothing. So like, that's why, yeah. But, um, so you're, you're setting down roots. Um, you're what's, and we don't need to dig into dirt. You can tell me whatever you want. Like what's your, what's the situation with the Buffalo boys at this point? Are you guys just kind of like dissolving the group or like, Um, are you still like, yeah. AJ and I had pretty much decided to completely dissolve everything because none of us were, uh, at the time, none of us were really doing moped shit at all anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. other than and Brandon, who that's kind of just, you know, he rode his moped to work. That's what he did. Like that's, <laughs> that was his thing. Um, so we're just like, screw it. We're not throwing any rallies anymore. Cause half of us don't live there. <laughs> kind of hard. More than half of us didn't live there. Cause I think two of us were living. Well, AJ had moved to Cincinnati. There was, you know, three guys were in Minneapolis. 
um, there was just no one around to do the thing. So we're just, we kind of just washed our hands of it. Like, oh, whatever, we did it. It's fine. Yeah. It It's over with. Yeah. Um, and then what's kind of your, prog- what's your, you said you kind of, you actually got some roots. You're got your own place at this point. I believe you're working mm-hmm. at the bike shop. Like what's your moped life like at this point? And what year is this? This was eight years ago. So 2012. 2012 we'll to 2013. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, not I May mean, I've been here. <laughs> the, the, as you get older, the years just kind of start mashing together. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, so what's your moped life like at that point? You said you're working at this motorcycle shop. You've got your own place. But, like, are you doing, like, weekly rides are you are you in a kind of a you got a few moped buddies like what are you doing moped wise at this point uh me and all of their bourbon bandits great friends like hang out with them not doing moped shit because you know some of us share the same extracurriculars as it were (laughs) uh but we're we're riding every wednesday night uh i wasn't i don't think i was going to many rallies because i had zero fucking dollars yeah but uh, I think we went to a couple. Um, but yeah, but we were riding all the, I was riding all the time because my car was too dangerous to drive. And why wouldn't I take a moped? It's nice outside nine months of the year here, or at least nice enough to ride. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what is the weather like down it's, there? Like, It's pretty fucking, like it's super sweltering during the summer, but you can only get so hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, oh, it's 110. Uh, who cares? I'm already completely, you know, drenched in sweat. So whatever, yeah. might, as, might as well ride a moped. <laughs> my, my AC in my car didn't work, and I didn't want to drive it anyway. So who cares? Yeah, yeah. But we were, yeah, it was a ton of, you know, just, I was doing moped shit every day because it was my actual mode of transportation. And my boss at the moped or at the motorcycle shop was just like, those machines you build are insanely dangerous and stupid. I think they're great. And I was like, hey, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's pretty fast, but the brakes don't work. Or, like, it's got no taillight because it blew up on the way here. Yeah. yeah. Fine. <laughs> if, um, you, if you actually have working taillights, I'm talking about the actual working brake light, you're doing something right in mopeds. Dude, I, it's, it's been many years since I've had that. Because they just don't. If I get a bike and it has one that works, I will try and keep it working. But I will never build one with a working taillight. <laughs> Listen, if it, if it's red behind me, huge victory. That's I know a lot of people. I just fucking hardwire it and call it good. It's, um, hey, it's, is it is it still on? Okay, cool. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you're kind of building. Um, you're hang- are you a bourbon bandit at this point? Or are you? I think it, it was like maybe uh, a year ish after I had been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been like inducted in I right said, on right yeah but but it was you know it's the fucking bourbon bandits they were the moped you know they were the moped group because Louisville's kind of right in the middle of everything mm-hmm. uh, I think it was whiskey business three had like 400 bikes that's insane dude that's it was so awesome. I it was it was a nightmare <laughs> Cause like I remember Chase was five hours behind. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. So it's like if you were broken down, you're like texting you know, Zach Bandit, like, hey, man, I'm broken down. And he's like, uh, get comfortable because you shouldn't have brought a broken bike on this you know, long-ass ride. Yeah. You better find a shade tree and chill, son. Right. And that was back in the day, moped rally rides were like 120 fucking miles. Oh, like, dude. See, were, I'm a long rider. I love that shit. Don't I don't. Me- I think it's – I like it, you know? Yeah, don't give me this 20 or 30 minute shit. Like, give me, like. Take me out all day. Show mm -hmm, me a thing. Mm hmm. See, and like, and you probably don't know anything about me because I'm still really new to the scene. Like, that I rally of the corn and like the tip, I love those because all we did was ride. Oh, and I love, I love riding. So I remember uh, a couple years ago, Tyler Augustine who's a casseroler and yes, fellow Vespa guy. He had taken a chow on the, just the tip. And I was like, man, that sounds fun as fuck. Cause like, why wouldn't you take, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. He did last year as well. Uh, <laughs> he's the best man. He's, he's one of the, he's one of my, you know, Vespa guys. Cause there's, there's very few of us, but he knows his shit. He's, he's got his shit together. Have you that. seen, um, he's building a new one. Yeah, of course I have. We have a okay. Vespa Facebook chat. Me and nice. him and me and him and uh, Alex Tatro. We just like send pictures of ugly bikes to each other. Like, look <laughs> at this super ugly Vespa. I bet it's fast as shit. <laughs> um, I said I, I'm a Honda guy, and I said I wanted to get onto another platform. So I um ended up buying a Chow, but it's only a single speed Chow right now. But I. I think I'm going to end up converting that. But anyways, we'll get back to you now. Um, so you're – this 2012, you're kind of riding. You're um, – what – I've heard whispers of the bandits, and I was just kind of trying to look up their logo. Was there was their logo one the Skull Bandit guy, or am I just making that, that up? Oh, that was someone else. Okay. They There was like a – there was a brand – there was a gang. Oh, no. I think uh, – one year for a rally, they did bandanas. Okay, and it had screen printed on it like a a you know a cowboy dude with a cowboy hat with like a bandana yeah. over his face. Yeah, I think I've I've got one of those somewhere. Nice. But dude. Our logo was uh, it was like the big whiskey jug with the three X's. On oh it. yes, yes, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. No, dude, it's I've heard. I got to get a few more of you bandits on there because I hear nothing but a lot of good wild stuff about you guys. They, you know. Um, that such a such a super fun super knowledgeable like nate eversole who's like nate bandit i've heard yeah. of nate bandit devin brought him up um i had devin on one of my first episodes and he talked about him and nate bandit testing pipes devin beak yep man that that's my guy too i stayed with him for a couple for like a week after <laughs> after a chicago rally i went and like just stayed at motion left for like a week <laughs> I, I i hadn't been to indiana forever and i on my way out east i drove through uh elkhart and goshen i'm like oh yeah there's a reason why i didn't remember this area because there's right because there's nothing out there <laughs> but yeah I, I love devin to death i i'd I love to talk to him more but i know he's he's super busy with that like, yeah him and i i chime into him about once a month and he get, he's gracious enough to entertain me and get back to me a little bit here there and hmm. no super nice super rad guy um but i just the bourbon man it's you know so hospitable everyone who came to a, a, a bandit rally 
always left you know like that was the best ride i've ever been on everyone's so fucking nice like it was it was pretty great but um i think a year or two after i'd been here you know they were all getting a little they're all a couple years older than me so they're all kind of like mopeds are you know it's really not a thing we're doing anymore we're all in our mid 30s you know mid to late 30s like these are fucking dangerous. I'm thinking about having kids. I don't want to die, you know, and they're all, they're all kind of transitioning to motorcycles, which, you know, that's totally fine. I own a motorcycle. I enjoy it very much. Uh, But like, they're kind of like, we're done. This is going to be, I think it was, oh my gosh, it was whiskey business, like nine or 10 or 11, which was their last kind of their last rally. And they all kind of unanimously were like, we're ready to kind of be done. Yeah. um, They had been around for 10 years. So Moped Army is doing the emeritus thing. If you're a branch that's been around for 10 years, Mm -hmm. you you get the little kind of whatever it is around your logo. And you kind of don't have to do moped shit anymore because you've already did. Yeah. Um, And... No, does me. it? Let me let me ask you from somebody who's an outsider. Does that still give you like voting rights? Because they're retired, but does that give the members voting rights still? Or what is what does the emeritus thing actually do? Uh, is it just a title? Or you're you're pretty much retired at that point. I don't remember if if they get voting rights. I know we've had a discussion. Of, I I never checked the Moped War Army website, which is bad because I'm a captain of KFC. I'm. I'm pretty terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. You should probably just no. Fuck that. No, I it's, get it. it is, but it's it's like there's a lot of every year. There's a lot. There's a lot of moped army behind the scenes official bullshit drama, which is why dudes who are not official kind of don't give a fuck about it because it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, but it, I, but, it mat- of, but it matters to the people who it matters to, and that's right. one thing. It's, I've it's learned about any cool, type of thing you're involved in. Like it's, that a, it's, it's like the cool kid club, like the, you know, like the click, the cool kids, the mm-hmm. guys who are like, I fucking made it. I did the thing. I'm glad it kind of doesn't matter anymore, but I do appreciate the new gangs that are coming in because when they decided to go emeritus, um, me and my girlfriend, Ash, who, mm-hmm. uh, she, I had gotten her here in the mopeds, uh, you know, a year before this kind of was all the bourbon banners were kind of fizzling out. Um, we both fully quit. Like, we're like, we don't want to be part of Bannett's Meredith because we're still, I'm still fully invested in mopeds. Like, I still kind of want to. You weren't ready to retire, it. is no, what you're saying. That, that's exactly right. Cause I was, you know, I, it was still my, my fucking thing. Like, I'm mm-hmm. ready to. I want to do moped shit still. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of, we kind of did nothing for like a year or two years. Uh, a couple of, there's a couple other um, Louisville groups that had kind of, are had popped up or were around or, you know, whatever. Because uh, nasty action, they were kind of the guys bourbon bandits hated. Because, because <laughs> it, I mean, it was all like the punk kids. It's. Um, it's Damon Freed and like Josh Walker and uh, you know, all, all the kids who didn't really fit with like the bourbon bandits kind of like sort of like cool kid kind of thing. Yeah. Like uh, we don't really, 
mess with those super punk kids because we're in our 30s and we don't drink until we pass out anymore. It was That was kind of the gist of it. Yeah. Like, we don't really do cocaine, so we kind of <laughs> don't – we don't party like that anymore. <laughs> Which, I mean, I did my time. I don't party like that anymore. I get it now. Like, it's Dude, fine. there's nothing – yeah, yeah, yeah. There's – if you – if. And if that's me, what you want to do, more power to you, my man. Exactly, dude, exactly. I mean, yeah, like I said, top of the show, I talked about fucking drinking and driving through southern Minnesota. So, Because it's I what you no, did when you were I'm young, nobody's judge, it. dude. Fuck right. it, go rock and roll, whatever. Right. But, you know, me, I, I didn't really feel like I was a good fit with any of the other – I mean, it was like – three or four people who would kind of ride together and they kind of were starting to sing. Uh, I didn't really fit in with that for whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just like, I was team Vespa for a while. It was me. And just like, I had, that's what was, that was my thing. That's all I gave a fuck about was building Vespas. Cause that's yeah. what I wanted to do. Um, but after maybe a year or two years of that, uh, Drew Flynn, who lives here, who's a mm-hmm. Spicy Boy now? Yeah, yeah. Drew's um, super nice. Uh, met him at the Spicy Boys rally this past year. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. Him and his, yeah, him and his uh, girlfriend are super, both rad people. Absolutely. He and he and I were kind of hanging out all the time, and he he had the idea for KFC, which uh, we're like, well, what does it stand for? And he goes Kentucky Fun Club which turned into Kentucky Funeral Club, which, you know, which turned into every other can't fight club or yeah. like cult funeral club, whatever, you know, dumb, uh, whatever dumb thing it meant at the time. So that's yeah. kind of when we started getting the ball rolling on gathering up all of the, the Louisville people who mm-hmm. were kind of like, Oh, I was, you know, I was part of an SE action or like, I was doing this, but now I'm kind of not really part of any group. So we kind of, we're like, we're trying to mash together, you know, Kentucky mopeds. Cause the bourbon Manits had this huge fucking legacy that I don't think any other moped branch could ever live up to, but I, it's not going to stop me from trying. Exactly, dude. But you know, that, that certainly helped us along the way of like, Oh, you guys were bandits. So you're probably not a total shithead. <laughs> uh, but that that's, you know, that that was a couple fucking, that's two, three years ago. KFC's been around for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Five? That's way too fucking many. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Ash Chime? That's Ash Chime. She's like, she's like, it's five. I'm like, you know what? Probably, I don't know. I don't remember because we... It's, Tell it's Ash I'm four. still hold, I'm holding it against her. I try I tried to do a girls block and I did ask Ash to be on and she said no. So I'm holding that against her. You told him uh, no to do an interview? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I got it. <laughs> but okay, I guess it's been four years because I know we got voted in our first like KFC's first voting year. Okay. Which I think was three years ago. That's so. Right. What's the deal with the seventy-five percent official? Like, I find that um, kind of funny on your Facebook page, but like, in order to get into Moped Army official, you need to be voted in with a seventy-five percent yes margin. Yep. We 
we got in at 75%, but it was more like 74.51 rounding up. <laughs> so like we barely scraped by, by the skin of our teeth, yeah. which I mean, which is cool. Cause not a whole lot of groups have gotten in on their first year. Uh, but the Buffalo boys did, which was kind of funny. <laughs> so we, we got in the same year as the late birds and the local heroes, which was the new New Jersey guys. Nice. And yeah, yeah no, that's, that's, that's funny. Um, so you, how would you fall into the Vespa trap of variated world? Because I, uh, for myself, I fell into the Honda side of variation. Um, and it's a weird, weird thing, but mm-hmm. how would you fall into that? Um, Brandon Morcom, uh, Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis Buffalo boy member, uh, Gorelli bad dudes was our old Gorelli gang. He had gotten a chow and, um, had built it up like kind of to the nines at the time. It was mm-hmm. low C cases, the big carb, you know, a Calabrata, the race gears, this, that, and he had built it. And I had wrote it when we were in the black Hills rally and it was like this epiphany. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't fucking know mopeds could do this. Yeah, variation over everything, dude. Could, and it was like eighty cc and like torqued the fuck out, <laughs> like disc brakes and hydraulic forks and oh, yeah. all that shit. And I'm just like, I had no idea, like a, a a moped could move like that. That's, I was lucky. I don't know if you were there or not. Um, during Casseroler's last rally, they had Braptails. I jumped on Shane Johnson's bike. I just showed up randomly. And I already had a Hondas in my garage, but he's like, you want to take my bike out for a rip? And it was this black Honda he has. And, like, I, I know what a moped could do at that point. So mm-hmm. just like you were talking about. You're just like, whoa, this is a whole different mm-hmm. – this is a whole different ballgame. Because I had – I had built Pooks and Gorellis and messed with Minarelli a little bit. So something dual variated, which like changes your life, dude. It took me like a year to understand really how it worked. Actually. (laughs) I was like, Holy shit. This is, this is fucking wild. Which I mean, if you change the springs that change it and then you change the crazy. And then, and then, but then you got to change your jetting and then what? And then, right. Right. But I was like, this is, this is so fucking cool. Uh, I guess I'll, I'm going to try this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had, he had sold me the bike he built. So I was riding that f- when I first moved here. Okay. And it was like, it was quick to like 55. Like that bike was fucking fast. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was an everyday rider too, you That's know, awesome. other than routine maintenance because you're just beating the shit out of it. <laughs> and I'm like, you, this you're is twisting a machine double to triple the of its limits it was intended to do so yeah it's a vespa man it's triple and it was a chow so it was like it had a crossbar and every seam had been like welded and bondoed so (laughs) it didn't twist itself apart yeah uh and that's kind of when i fell in love with it when it was just like man this is it's so light and it's so like it's completely different like a fully built up chow is completely different than any other moped because it is, it feels way faster because it weighs nothing. Mm-hmm. And what I learned was Vespa, 
America hasn't even touched the surface of what Vespas do in Europe. They like fast bikes in Europe are Vespas, like because mm-hmm. they can get a hold of shit that we can't even like haven't even dreamed of. Uh, so it was just like that, and you could go single speed, you could go dual variated, you could build a chow, or you could build a grande and have this huge couch on wheels, or mm-hmm. you know, and you could get different cases, and you could like just the amount of of actual customization was was really fucking enticing to me. That mm-hmm. and the rotary engine, which I. I I every time I take one apart, I'm still like, man, this is so fucking cool. Like, it's so weird. How big <laughs> when, when someone's like, oh man, how big is a car button that? It looks fucking fast. And I'm like, it's a 13. Yeah, oh, and I'm like, that's as big as they go unless you really spend a bunch of money. <laughs> that's another thing is, is uh, I feel like Vespa disproportionately will, uh, you can you can dump a bunch of money in it and it'll still be slow, which is, I don't think other bikes are really like that. Mm -hmm. You you really, you kind of have to, you really got to pour yourself into building a Vespa because otherwise it's be like, Oh man, it goes 43 miles an hour. And I spent a thousand dollars on this engine. And it's like, well, cause there's all this fucking stupid shit. You don't know how to do because it's insane. Mm-hmm. Like you have to cut the intake patch and open the intake and you have to cut the crank and you have to check what gear ratio you have. Like all these stupid shit. You don't even think about when you, when you put an E50 together where you're like, I, I'm I put secretly a writing notes as fast. you see all this. So that's fine. I, I think Vespa's they're you know, they're not the fastest. They're not the coolest. They're not the nicest. I don't I think, know. I, th- I, I think, think they're the most rad. interesting. I think they're pretty rad, and this is going to piss a bunch of people off, because, like, if we really wanted to go 65, 70, 80 mile an hour, just get a fucking motorcycle, dude. I own a motorcycle. It goes that fast, no fucking problem. Yeah. I, You know, my Vespa, my bike now does 58 when Mm -hmm. it runs perfect, and it's pretty goddamn fast on a moped. Yeah, like my Honda, you know, that's doing 55. It's, It's miserable. Like going that fast kind of sucks. It's uh, maybe uh, maybe on a it's Vespa, for like but a, on a Honda, but like on a, a Honda, second. it's terrifying, and I fucking love it. But like, I got EBR hydros, and I, you know, I replace those shocks. Dude, so I've, it's it's got, not nearly as terrifying as like a stock stock bike. But I've yeah. got Bravo forks, Bravo hydraulic forks <laughs> with no oil in them. Like oh. it's a rattly disaster, but <laughs> it's my rattly disaster. Exactly. Like, there's just something about you know a bike that the power to weight ratio i'm i'm really i'm really into it because man you can put a lot of go fast parts on a, on a chow and make something that's really fucking scary to ride yeah not not because like i feel like it's gonna you know break apart but you're like holy shit i'm so close to the ground mm-hmm. that's what i love dude that's why i like see i and i love low things just low mm-hmm. in general and that's why like i i I can't go anything taller than the Hobbit. Like I get on other bikes that are way up in the air. I'm like, you're really upright and you feel like you're super far away from the ground. Yep. Yeah. I, I I built a a dirt Bravo. That's really fucking tall and obnoxious. (laughs) It's so fun to ride and so comfortable. 
but goddamn, you were way up in the air. Like, yeah. it's as tall as the, my motorcycle is. <laughs> Did you see uh, that monstrosity that Kansas John won at Rally of the Corn, the, uh, the, the main bike this year? It's a, it's a derby, I forget what the hell, like Ed built it, and it just, it's so fucking tall. It is so fucking tall. Like Kansas John's the only guy who could have got away with winning that bike because he is a tall guy. He's tall, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know Kansas John. Everybody knows Kansas John. He's, <laughs> he's been a, around longer than I have. <laughs> I, dude, he's such a nice guy too. So he's, he is he's great. Soft spoken, really nice, and like yeah, he's yeah. Um, so you got KFC going. Um, uh, your chow building. <laughs> what like what's your you got uh, Ash. She's right. What does she? What do you got? What does she do? Like, what does she got on her for a bike? Um, uh, she started with a Tomos Targa, which mm-hmm. you know what? I fucking love a Targa with an A three five. They just don't mm-hmm. care. You put a pipe on it, and it goes forty. Mm-hmm. They just, it's great. I tr- I traded, uh, I traded Jay Foyt, who is now a KFC member, a Pinto for his Targa. And I, I drove it to work every day because it always ran. And I, he had gotten it from a, a, a dude who lived here, Jason, who drove it to from here to Nashville and back. Awesome. It was awesome. And it ran yeah. like I replaced the, you know, like the clutch case half bearings because yep. they had blown out. And I rode it all summer. It was great. Uh, but she had a, she had a, a Tomos for a long time and then built another Tomos. And I, cause I had never screwed with the Tomos cause I don't, I was fully invested in Vespas. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. get whatever so, you want, whatever you think's cool. You build whatever you want. Do you, do you um, fall into that like Midwest brand loyalist type of, you know, like, you grew Absolutely. Up in a, like the, I always tell people like where I grew up, dude, it was Chevy or Ford. You're one or the other. And like, yep. you didn't work on the other stuff. You just worked on that. And that's I, what, I only I know how to work it. on Vespa now because mm-hmm. I just have lost all of my other moped knowledge. <laughs> it's it's because they're so fucking goddamn easy to fix. There's less moving parts in a Vespa than there is on any other bike, and it's all completely isolated. So if one thing breaks, that's the only thing that's going to break. But do you think it's easy to fix because you know them now? Because I hear it's, that it's from everybody on every brand. It's Everybody's definitely a part of that. Absolutely. Which like, I had an issue with because, like, I think I've gotten halfway confident with Hondas now that I could figure out most stuff. Like, I was overheating all last weekend, and I was going to build a leak down test. And I'm like, this just can't be right. I just put this kit together, mm-hmm. and it was my timing jumped, and that's right. What it was. You're like, oh, well, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely that way. If someone, someone on the the Vespa Facebook has, you know they'll be like, Oh, this is happening. I'll be like, Oh, I've had that happen to me. It's, you know, whatever dumb thing it's your, you broke your Woodruff key. Cause that shit just happens all the time. And actually it wasn't me who came up with the timing thing. I'm going to give Jason Thomas uh, from black, black and also moped Monday podcast. He, I kind of reached out to him and he just chimed in. He's like, well, what's your timing? I'm like, fuck. It's that like, one thing that I should probably check. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, was, it was exactly it. And I got, you know, I don't do it enough on my podcast, but I got to thank um, Moped Monday podcast a lot. Those guys are so super awesome. And I, I, I love all those guys. I, yeah. yeah. Thomas, Cal- Ashley, Jason, yep. like I, that's why I, I stayed with Ashley and Thomas on my road trip and they just bought a new house. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Such they are nice people. They are what multiverse so sweet. should be. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, he's a he's a big Vespa guy too. He has a really mm-hmm. fucking fast bike that is yeah. always always broken. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 Vespa with like real go fast parts on it, not just like ooh, it's got a kid on it. But like no, it's fully fucking goofed out with all the you know really stupid shit that should mm-hmm. never be on a bike. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what's your weekly moped life like, Matt? Oh, we didn't finish with Ash. Is she still on the Targo or no? Uh, it got stolen a couple Mother- years ago. Uh, somebody broke into my garage and stole eight bikes. Mother- so somebody knew what they were, they're looking at. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, I'm out there working on it and the garage door is open. So mm-hmm. some shithead in the neighborhood came and grabbed everything. Mother. Right. Did, did you have any type of insurance on? Fuck no. The <laughs> like, because, because you know, it, shit happens. Mopeds, they, 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 pried open the deadbolt that had like the big metal plate over the crease. Oh, like th- they f- were getting it. That, that That's the way we kind of rationalized was they were getting in no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like there was really nothing. If you had it locked up and it. scared dude. And just it like was, it was yeah. locked and latched and you know, whatever I, we ended up getting three of the bikes back. That's so, cool. you know, that's lucky. Yeah. It was it was uh, two chows that I had built, which one was like my current chow that has you know all the bells and whistles done to it, mm-hmm. and you know a shitty trash chow that I had thrown together, and then a, a Gorelli that someone I was fixing for someone else that they had brought to Retro Wrench, which is like the classic motorcycle repair shop. And I had a buddy who worked there and was like, "Hey, somebody just showed up with this Gorelli." I'm 100% sure it's yours. And I'm like, cool. Well, that kind of, we went down that avenue. And my two chows, uh, people were riding them around because they ran. So, oh, like, so <laughs> cops just pulled one. in the nuts right, right. there. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Well, one of the, my current chows is super fucking hard to start because the compression is so high. But mm-hmm. the other one, yeah, any idiot who had half a brain could have started it. So yeah. some you know, dickhead fucking meth mouth motherfucker was driving around and <sighs> the cops pulled him over and were like hey that's stolen you fucking idiot here's <laughs> the picture <laughs> like so I, I ended up getting my two chows back in that Corelli, but it, shit happens it was a wash everybody who had some shit stolen they got compensated mm-hmm. it is what it is but right now she is um, she has a grande she put together two years ago and a honda hobbit that Kyle Fisher had put together a couple of years ago that just it, it's fast as shit and always runs. So yeah, no, that's awesome. The you know, whatever Mike's going and he got stuff sorted out. It's as you were saying that I just kind of thought about some stuff I should probably put away that are right. Well now we we've, you know, we got cameras in the garage and we've got a padlock on the garage door. So there's, you know, that's a fucking fortress now. Mm-hmm. But it's it is what it is. They're fucking mopeds. They get stolen all the fucking time because yeah. there's zero laws here too. Oh, like, that's a yeah. It's it's that's a like, good that's a good and bad thing, I guess. Yeah, take take pictures of your shit. That was that was the thing. It's like, hey, how how do you know it's yours? And I'm like, because I literally have had every single piece of that bike in my hand. Also, <laughs> half of it is rattle can black, and the 
tank is taped to the crossbar. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can tell you what fucking jet is in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got you see the, the mismatched washers there? Well, this right, is it, how they got, got the, mismatched. It's got the CIF gears. You know, they're they're yeah. ten and a half to one. Also, the wheels are spray painted with um, glow in the dark paint. And, and you so keep if you talk the, the sun in the middle. Yeah. Well, like, well, they're such total shit bikes that they're immediately recognizable. Exactly. That's hilarious. Um, so, what's your weekly moped life like? You know this summer right now like right now all i've been doing is working on my fucking motorcycle because it's always broken (laughs) i don't know people in moped land can't see this i'm shaking my head like oh no i i need something that i can reliably ride to my job with (laughs) you know that's not i don't want to get on a moped at eight in the morning it fucking sucks not a chow it's terrible and it's a thousand degrees out (laughs) <laughs> like if i break down i'm gonna be truly miserable mm-hmm. but i'm i'm trying to get back out there uh i bought a vespa boss which is unbearably fucking rare yeah i was uh, gonna say what the hell what the hell i've i've only ever seen a picture of two of them and one of them was the other day uh but i, I bought it from mike galati who lives in chicago uh okay it's a kickstart bike. It's a modern Vespa. So it's got a CDI and turn signals. It's, it's very cool and very weird. And I'm trying to make it. So it's fast enough to ride on the streets. It's kickstart. Uh, Cause I always wanted to kickstart Vespa, but they didn't come over here. So I'm very lucky to have one. Uh, doesn't that suck? Like the, all those damn Europeans got all the cool shit, and we man, have to they sit got there. all the cool shit. We have to sit there and like in chat rooms and everything else. Like, yeah, dude, come on, you want to sit? Like that's that was my winner last year, trying to get Megs. Right. Um, yeah, because Hobbit Megs, they're fucking. They're on street corners in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Which is funny because they're they dying chairs for, out of them. Right, they're dying for spoke rims, and we're dying for mags over here. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've got so many spoke rims. Just I just sold a set. Like yeah, I threw away feet. literally twenty wheels last year because like, what the fuck am I? I took all the bearings out of them, so I've got what I need. Yeah. What? See, I come from people of hoarders, dude, and I just I have such a hard time throwing away big stuff. I I I used to be that way until it's like there's too much shit in here. Uh, this is a disaster. I can't even exist in my own garage because there's so much crap. And it I, eventually you'll be like, this is crap. I will never use this. I, yeah. I've taken the axles and bearings out of it. So and dude, I'm still keeping loose bearings and axles, and I'm converted all my daily riders over to sealed. I don't know why I'm keeping a loose loose bearing <laughs> axle. Like no, I'm, I'm a loose bearing guy. I don't. I, I don't care about a, a sealed bearing because I know how to do the loose bearings, and I prefer it because if they if something happens on the side of the road, I can probably fix that. I I can't fix a blown out seal bearing. Yeah, I I, I hear what but you're I, saying there. Yeah, I've got I've got a an ice cream bucket, you know, <laughs> halfway full of of loose bearings because you never know. Yeah, a few guys around here talked me into going to sealed bearings, and they're great. Yeah. They're 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 way better but i'm i'd rather spend money on cool shit than <laughs> sealed bearings 
like well no, and, I, and i pack yeah. and i i know how to pack loose bearings as well i mean it's not that fucking hard it's just it's just, it's just stupid compared to sealed bearings <laughs> <laughs> it's like just get some fucking decent grease and just you just bonk them in there and you're done yeah call yeah. good um but so what's up with i gotta ask you that. dude yeah no, 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 you keep talking. I'm sorry. We have uh, we have all the time in the world. I'm working on I'm working on the boss. Uh, it's, it's it's I've almost owned every type of Vespa there is, mm-hmm. and it was one of the ones where like I'll never get a hold of this because it's too rare. And then you know one popped up and I got a great deal on it. So that's a bike that'll never go away. I also have. Uh, How you, is it B, boss B O S S? Yeah. Okay. It's gray with like blue side it's very it's very cute it's a cute bike uh i've got that and i have the sitta or no it's a, a, a the vespa yeah sitta c-i-t-t-a um which is a vespa they made with uh 14 inch wheels mm. it's so it's so fucking cool and there's a couple of them floating around in the united states um I paid way too much fucking money for it and I spent way too much money on mags because the spoke wheels are trashed on it. Now mags are cool. They're worth every dime, dude. Don't ever let anybody tell you. I have, I spent, oh my God, I emailed Angelo who's like the Italian guy if you need parts and I was like, hey, Angelo, will you find me some uh, some Grillo mags, and he's like, "Yeah, sure." And he gets back to me, and they're like the nicest, cleanest things. <laughs> he's like, "It's gonna be expensive to mail to you." I'm like, right, let, "Let me have it." And it was like two hundred eighty dollars, dude. That's not for mags. Nah, that's... they're super. I mean, they're super fucking rare. And look at look at how much fucked. Honda mags go for. Yeah, it's it's two hundred bucks with like no oh no it's gone. It. Is way... it more than that? Oh, Gross. I had. Yeah, dude, I I'm like I'm not selling any of mine, but I had somebody down at the Tampa rally offer me six hundred bucks. Holy shit! With because it's got the brake plates and it's got brake plates and, mm-hmm. and a transmission and all that. Yeah. Nope, nope. Oh, transmission! No trans- oh no, no transmission. <laughs> but the, see, the American transmissions, the the American transmissions work. Our transmissions from here work on the makes. That's handy. So. What you need is what you need mostly is the rear brake plate. That's, oh, that's the thing. Because that's the really rare part of it. And um, Joe Schmeid, Joe, I'm so sorry I'm mispronouncing your name. Um, he's actually catting out and um, machining rear brake plates for Honda Megs right now as we speak. Because he's got to do it. I gave, I gave him one to copy. He's like, uh, can I? I'm like, okay, I've got a couple laying right here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that kid is so – he's got like a 78-mile-an-hour hobbit. He I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Joe's really crazy good machinist. I'll say it's, that. It's it's great that we're at the point where people who are actually fucking smart are into mopeds <laughs> and can do shit like that. So shitheads like you and I can enjoy nice things. Yeah, yeah. It was like, well, I've got a pook brake plate, and uh, I guess we'll make that fit on this because it's all we have. <laughs> We're like, you gotta like, you bought this part new, but now you have to grind it out because we can't get a hold of another one. Exactly, and it's still like that to a point with some to a point, stuff. But man, yeah. it's, it was a fucking disaster. <sighs> I like, can't believe that, dude. Like it, it went, it went. Treese wasn't around, and you had to order shit. Like, man, we were 
all over eBay, Italy, trying to get a hold of parts for, for Gorelli's, you know, mm-hmm. super long time ago. Cause we had to, you know, what mm-hmm. are you going to do? No. And hope like, you it's... hope you come across another one. Cause you fucking won't. <laughs> because like, I hear like, that was a hard thing for me to wrap my head around when I got into mopeds. Like, you mean I order stuff and it doesn't fit right? Like I, again, right. I came from a racing world where shit, was within two tenths on the micrometer and it was going to fucking fit right versus like, Oh, you got a new variator. Yeah. You got to sand out that bushing a little bit to make it work. What right. The fuck? Or like, you got to, you have to drill a bunch of holes in it. Cause otherwise, you know, it won't fit or mm-hmm. it'll, you know, it'll bind or, you know, whatever stupid shit you're like, yeah. well, well these will work from this bike, but you have to do this. <laughs> exactly. So you, you have to go get a hold of another bike's parts and then, <laughs> you know hopefully you don't bust your shit trying to make it work oh yeah that's (laughs) yeah and yeah no i i'm so grateful that i came around the time that i did and anybody who's new should be as well because like i wreck shit all the time some Mm -hmm. of it's from being lazy some of it's from lack of knowledge and experience but like it's so nice to be able to just oh i'm gonna go on treats and get that new case or blah 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 right and I'll spend it's, $30 and a thing will be here that works. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm so grateful for everybody who has contributed to the moped community in a positive way like that. And even the people who've made some missteps and stuff like that because we've all learned and built upon that as well. Like we were mm-hmm. talking earlier, there are no mistakes. We are here right now, and I believe that. Um, right. I got to ask you, man, what's up with your rally? We can't have one, dude. Well, I'm, it's still on the calendar. I, oh well, I, I need to go ahead and take care of that because uh, <laughs> no, we we decided. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. We're like, this is not. It can't happen. Like it's too. America fucked it up too bad. You guys yep. didn't act right. So, like, listen, I desperately want to throw a rally, and because the last one we did was fun as fuck, yeah. and everyone said they loved it, and, but like, it's it can't. You know, we can't, so we're gonna have to we're gonna push it back another year. I know, I know dude. We're, like we're, no, uh, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right smart the right thing. Thing is not fun, but it is the right mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. we are we are going to we're talking about printing up a, a batch of shirts to you know, at least be like, Hey, no rally, but here's a fucking rad t shirt with our logo or some, you know, tight shit on it. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's no rally, but we've got to do something. Yeah. Um, speaking of shirts, I think I'm going to – I threw a half-ass poll out on my little Facebook group today to see if if I had shirts printed up, if people would actually buy them. Because, like, granted, I love doing this podcast. I get to meet people like you, especially it's weird. I was planning on going to a bunch of rallies to meet a whole bunch of people and then do mm-hmm. podcasts with them. But, like, this works out great as well. But, like – you know, just help offset some of the costs of this podcast because it's not free. Folks. It's not and free. No, no, it's not free. free. Exactly. Well, I, oh, six years ago, I did pinball two, mm-hmm. which was Minneapolis to New Orleans, and to raise money for that, we sold Team Vespa shirts. It yeah. was me, and it was Ryan Schimmel who lives in. Uh, He's in Tennessee somewhere now. I haven't <laughs> talked to him. I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but we—he's a Vespa guy too, which is why, why we kind of came together. And then mm-hmm. the year after, uh, I did pinball three, and that was another thing. We were, we were, had to raise money, 
because like as much as i want to you know do cool shit i i don't have two thousand dollars to yeah. you know to go across country i mean when i came back from pinball three i was like negative six hundred dollars in my checking account because like you know what the i need fucking gas like yeah. <laughs> you know yeah yeah those those overdraft fees rack up real quick where you're like well, had two bucks well, a pop yeah what are you no, gonna do I get it? what are you Dude, gonna do we've all been there. at least this fuck up's been there don't worry man no <laughs> judgment happens, here. man you know exactly um so if you guys don't get a change or whatnot the hundreds of people that will listen to this because you're such a known character in the mobile oh, i hope so well um they'll hear it that uh kfc is canceled because i was actually still looking at that because i'm an idiot and i'm like i, ca- I got some weird justification okay if there's like less than 100 people i think it's an okay forget no it's not yeah because um, well we had i think we had 80 80 to 100 last year Mm-hmm. And I know people want to come here and have a good time. Oh, dude, there'd be like, so many fucking people showing up because we're all stupid. We and we you, all we all talked we talked about like, well, let's do like an invite only thing, and we'll just we'll invite like twenty people who are like really close friends to just come and hang out and this and that. And now it's just like, I love you all, but please don't come visit me. <laughs> can't stay at my house because you know because bad luck. You know, bad luck comes in waves, and yeah. we'll all get fucking sick. Exactly. I just, yeah, it we sucks. Get... But we'll, we'll yeah. as soon as it's, as soon as we're all okay, sometime hey, next year. Vladimir Putin said they got a cure over in Russia, so we'll see how that pans out. I, I believe it. I don't yeah, <laughs> I don't either. But no, whatever. but that's it. Is what it is. You know, it yep. it sucks, but I hope you know. I hope everyone still can. Have a good time yeah, and remain engaged, even though we can't go to rallies and shit. Be safe yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. I still believe in the good old American ingenuity. We'll figure it out. Like We're getting we there. Have. Well, we'll some some people are getting there. Well, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Have but, you, have you um, seen the pictures of the Sturgis rally oh, right God now? Oh, God damn it. It's I, a fucking disaster, dude. Dude, I know people <laughs> there fucking live streaming shit. I oh, just want to no. be what the hell are you doing? Like, oh, like if I see those people in some, you're of my coughing other on things, stream, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if I see those people in some of my other activities in life, I'm fucking running from them for the next three weeks. Like, right? Fuck I mean, you. I think in the past four months, I've maybe seen twelve people. Yeah, which is like I kind of don't want to see that many people, so it's you know, it's kind of whatever. I'm, dude. Like I. I, I don't know. I'm still, I don't know. I, I'm as safe as I possibly can be as much of an idiot as I am. If that makes right. sense. You know what? If, if you wear a mask, kind of, kind of do your thing. Get yeah. an indoor hobby. <laughs> be all right. Don't worry about get, it. Get them all. Well, dude, winter's coming. So I'll have plenty of time. Sure. Um, but Derek, I got stick around. We'll BS a little bit more after the podcast, but I got to thank you so very much for coming on. And don't forget, Mopeds are dumb.